The point is that it hurts, and it hurts a lot. Sometimes an indescribable feeling of not connecting or being left out of the pack assails you, and there is extraordinarily little one can do to escape a feeling of unworthiness or not fitting in. And what could we possibly be talking about? Is it about the fear of being oneself? Or is it all a matter of self-respect? This very same feeling existed in the primitive humans who were forced to gather together in tribes in order to assure their mutual preservation usually under the guidance, and why not add, the yoke of a powerful leader and or a council of elders. Anything that any member of the tribe did, or maybe even said, or let alone mumbled, that displeased the leader could be considered as tantamount to treason, resulting in the person or persons being ostracized from the group which, with so many predators out there and no readily available shelter, for those early wandering tribesmen could spell an immediate, or even worse, a slow death. This in turn could easily take the form of either being attacked by a predator or not managing to find sustenance on your own. We humans still carry around pretty much the same original software we have always depended upon since time immemorial, and the fears and feelings of impending doom still prevail in many of us, especially when a perception that crowd acceptance is not evident and doubts still abound within our minds as to our capacity to blend in. It is this exact feeling of not belonging that years later and throughout our lives will keep us from pursuing our dreams or doing the things that we really want. Let us not forget that to those feelings we must add that, as we grow up, we may be subject to parents or caretakers who would impart their desires or whims upon us and who try and direct us on how we're supposed to lead our lives, thereby further derailing our own expectations for the future. And here I am not talking about good-intentioned parents, the only ones who have our best interest at heart and who truly do wish from the bottom of their hearts that we lead a successful life. But I'm talking about those whose own limitations and fears may sometimes cloud their better judgment and lead them to inadvertently project their own desires upon us. What seems to be the case is that if there is a perceived feeling of despondency or inadequacy for a prolonged period of time in your life, in which nothing seems to be able to clear up, then it could just be that the mind is confused and needs some working on. 
Although psychotherapy can be of great help, an initial honest appraisal of the situation by ourselves can sometimes produce favorable results before reaching out to professional help. It may be worthwhile for one to consider a careful analysis of some points before engaging in therapy or seeking a solution via drugs. And by drugs, I mean any external substance that may be used and abused in an effort not only to escape the issue, but also to try and mitigate the effects thereof, but which, in reality, only compound on the original consequences being experienced. So we say, take a good look at your life. Are you enjoying it? Does it make any sense? Is it the life you ever dreamed of? Or does it fall short in every sense? Now let us suppose that you said no to one or more of those questions. The next question would be, did you ever envisage a life for yourself? How different did you expect it to be? Or have you been led like a raft in open seas, being tossed to and fro with no rudder, nor any possibility of ever finding a safe haven? Life is just too short not to have a plan and follow it through. A general guideline is all that suffices most often as we go about making choices that do not always coincide with their originally desired outcomes, but that allow life to gently nudge us in the right direction of achieving our dreams. But that gentle nudging will only happen if we have an outline or at least a sketch of a plan to allow us to set sail towards some new uncharted territory, like the travelers of old who headed off in search of India and ended up finding what would later be called West Indies in the continent of America. And in this journey of self-discovery, which is the most adventurous one and perhaps the only one truly worth taking, we are captain and crew of our life ship and we are the only one who gets to call the shots and hoist the sails or drop the anchors wherever we see fit. And all this reflects one of life's greatest gifts ever awarded us, responsibility. Yes, we get to be responsible for our acts and we also get to reap the rewards and failures resulting from our actions. When we steer the course based on the outline of our plan, we usually will reap more rewards and failures and failures cannot ever be ruled out and may even be considered an ingredient in making our successes come true. But still we rule and we acknowledge the joy of having our own actions dictated by ourselves and this is priceless as nothing can compare. So here begins our journey by taking stock of the resources we have and how best to put them to good use. We've already discussed how taking heed of the opinion of others can thwart our actions and cause our dreams to go unfulfilled. So the first thing we should do is check out exactly who is trying to influence us away from our true deeply held desires. It also helps to know 
and this we shall pay careful consideration to further ahead, what those truly held desires amount to. But, for the meantime, it will be important to verify who and or what group we are taking advice from or requiring validation next to before each action we take. Whose opinion do we heed the most? Whom do we not wish to hurt? Is this person dear and near and someone we can trust? We could all benefit from having a mentor or someone whose life experience and expertise we could draw on, but that does not mean that we let them take decisions on our behalf. Such people are there to provide inspiration and to guide us, sometimes via failure-laden examples. On the best paths that we may take towards achieving our goals. What they cannot do, nor anyone else for that matter, is to set us up with a list of shores or course of action based on anything that we have not carefully thought out ourselves. What we really need to target here is the worry that some of us might have with the opinion of others who would also, even if only sometimes, like to dictate how we live our lives. Whether this opinion comes in a direct or indirect manner, and here I make a distinction similar to the push and fetch modes in email reception through which we either get it delivered to us or have it brought to us. What is important is that we be aware that either way it should never become an impediment to our undertaking our best efforts at doing that which we most desire. How much stock do you place in other people's opinion before deciding on a new venture or a new enterprise? How much should our fear of ridicule or criticism, which allied to today's so-called online trolling, restrain us from taking action that would add and could have a powerful impact on our lives and of those we cherish? The crux of the matter is, how much do you give a bleep about someone else's opinion, especially if that someone is a total stranger? If you do it all, you must put a stop to that before it further deprives you of your freedom to lead a meaningful life. So even before you set out on a new venture with brand new plans or even rehashed ones, there is one thing that is of paramount importance that needs to be observed from the outset. Whatever you do, regardless of the nature or size of the enterprise, be it a new business, a new body, a new hobby, a new course, a ballet class, a yoga class, a macrame class, whatever it is, have this one piece of information in mind. Do it for yourself and give not a bleep about what other people might think. This must be clarified up front because only then can you really engage in whatever activity 
or new venture in a wholeheartedly and carefree manner. Once you've removed this obstacle, you should be free to pursue whatever you want in whatever manner you see fit, but the one major obstacle removed from the outset. Trust me, many would tell you to get a fix on your goals first, but I have seen many a person fully set on their goals who could not budge an inch in their direction because the fear of other people's opinion was standing at the doorway to their new life, like a pit bull guarding the entrance to its master's home. So first and foremost, we must come to the realization that, unlike the tribes of ancient times, we no longer need the support of our peers to ensure our survival or avoid that we die of malnutrition. With this in mind, set yourself free to dig deep into that which will make you happy and dedicate yourself on 100% to fulfilling your dreams totally unhindered by other people's opinions. <laughs>